Welcome to another round of the Startup Game. Today, I am joined by my friends Josh. Josh, say hi. Hello. And my co-host, Gary. Say hello. Wait, how's Gary a co-host? Well, you haven't been around for the other episodes. You're a co-host as well. I'm a special guest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The rules of the game, each of us wrote two ideas on a piece of paper. Every round, we draw two random ideas, and we have to connect them in the most creative way Possible, Josh, would you be so kind as to draw the first two papers and read them out to us? Factory work and wallets. Factory work and wallets. <laughs> how, how would that connect? <laughs> I liked it. You have been like totally stumped, which means this is where we're going to come up with the most innovative idea we've come up with yet. What's a problem you might have with wallets when you're in a factory? If you're working in a factory, your wallet is very light. It doesn't have much in it. <laughs> it also might... So you might have a bulge in your pocket that could potentially... Why does that have to be my pocket? <laughs> from your wallet? <laughs> from your wallet? Uh-huh. That might potentially get sucked into the assembly line and drag you through the whole factory. Where the fuck has this happened? <laughs> okay, how about a wallet-sized 3D printer? So like a mini factory. A mini factory that can fit in your wallet. And what does it print? Like buttons? I think that I think that would be genius in the sense that like you kind of save yourself time and effort. Really, a button that's like at any point in time go back to the office. Ah, oh, shit! This button ripped. Better go print out another one rather than you know having to go to the store pick out a button. And right, so you just plug it into your USB drive. It pulls down a button design. And depending on how you know how expensive you go, you can have you know like cu- like so let's say cufflinks even. I think you're thinking too small. It's more than just button. This game has no judgment. Yeah, so don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pass my guess. I got oh, so I got well. I think nano factories. Okay. So like now, like all they talk about nanobots that you could swallow and assemble, and they can assemble things inside of your bloodstream. Why couldn't you just be carrying a packet of nano factory in your That's wallet? Brilliant. So instead of swallowing nanobots, you swallow the a whole wallet. factory. Oh, what? <laughs> Is this, is this like a gay joke that's going somewhere? <laughs> no, it's not. He's talking about little factories that right. can print little oh, things. Oh, I thought you meant little people in the factory. So, no, there's so no people. There's nanobots. Futurists talk about, like, in the future we're going to have these nanobots. Rather than taking medicine, you would actually swallow these nanobots like pills. Mm-hmm. And then the nanobots would find whatever needs surgery or whatever. Okay. And they'll go in, perform the surgery. So am I getting at that you, your wallet will just kind of... What if you just make it's a It's just wallet? a bag of nano... nano factory nano wallets <laughs> well that's that's the thing I was actually thinking what if you had a wallet that just repaired itself anytime there's a scuff because the thing is our wallets there I mean is. I've had my wallet for a decent a decent amount of time but eventually it just it gets eno- enough wear where so they do make self-repairing plastic now so what if we yeah. incorporate that into a wallet what if the fabric was made out of that plastic on as a outside layer great um let's let's move forward hey, Gary would you draw the next two please uh, the first one is Tank engineer. Tank engineer. That sounds like Vlad. Yeah, it is a Vlad thing to say. <laughs> Consider there's only three of us, and, and it's neither of us. The second one is animation. Any ideas, gentlemen? 
So what if a tank could shoot animations? That's a that's a at, good one. At soldiers, at from the other side, like how? So what, it just totally wait, trips them out. He's getting on something crazy. What if <laughs> on a on a three D scale? What if you shot out a projector that was visible to anybody within the mile radius of that? So you just projector. distract the enemy, with right? Cartoons. So this way, thing is, you what if they got it so real that you couldn't differentiate the real from the fake? And then so pretty much during invasion, uh, like as a tactic. You shoot that. You shoot three of those out. Nobody can tell which which one's real, which one's not. Yeah. Maybe the wave of the future is going to be psychological operations, where instead of full size tanks, you have these little since we're minimizing everything, these little things roaming around that are injecting other soldiers, either injecting or somehow oh, forcing so them to of firing see, like a big cannon. They're shooting little they're needles, shooting tiny little of, needles of that are triggering. Yeah. These. But wait, the thing is, we're thinking tank animation. Well, we're supposed to be thinking tank engineer, no? A tank engineer is well, someone that builds it. Well, what if we had a tank, a miniature tank, like you, like you were saying. But the thing is, this miniature tank drives around and projects the same, the, like let's the say images, you had the, right. the images, and the and on a more practical level, we could even make a augmented animation for a tank engineer to learn how to build a tank, so it would augment the actual things that he needs to do on the tank, like the full life right. cycle of the right. engine of how it's made. That's brilliant. So these tank engineers will wear glasses, like Google Glass, and it shows and it'll, them it'll how help to them assemble do it. the piece. Exactly. Yes. So for the things that only a person can do, that for whatever reason a machine can't do, they're getting an animation on the assembly process, in the process. Yes. Love it. That's genius. Next. Moving on. We'll stop on a high note. We got two here. I am drawing the first paper is shark diving. The second paper is... Cheat days. <laughs> I take it you're on a diet, Gary. Tell us about your diet. Tim Ferriss, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> did you write that or did you write that? I did, Gary. I wrote, Gary wrote, no, we we are all I, honestly, guys, I've been on the slow carb days. diet for three days. Lack of sugar. You have no idea. Wait, you've how. only been on it for three for days. For three goddamn days. And you must have murder. No, murder is like if I can have a genocide day <laughs> instead of a cheat day, I would. I would do it. The purge. Purge would be all right. We're gonna. <laughs> all right. So how can we incorporate shark diving and cheat days? I got it. So instead of cheat days, you there will be all the food that you want to eat in a box, surrounded by sharks. Nice. And so nice. anytime <laughs> you want to eat that, if you're willing to dive in you through the sharks, it. you can have it. <laughs> That's, I, honestly, I was I was coming to the same conclusion, but. What I was getting at is that what is a cheat day? Cheat day prov- allows you to eat whatever the hell you want, right? Uh-huh. For that one given day. What if do, you can do the cheat day any day you like? But the thing is, in order for you to do that and for you to earn your cheat day, you would have to do the shark diving. But the thing is, as far as shark diving, you can't just have it. Oh, I'm just going to go swim with the sharks for like five minutes. What if you, you were given a task? What if you had to touch the bottom of the floor and bring, you know, through, let's say a pound of sand back from, back from the bottom of the ocean infested with sharks while bleeding out of your ass? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we're going to cut this off. Right. Right. We Draw can, the next. We... Remote controls. And I know what this one is. <laughs> body odor stench. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason why I wrote body odor stench is if you live in a big city and your chances are you taking the train, it smells like shit. <laughs> Either because somebody came out of the gym and just doesn't know anything about deodorant, or, you know, quite frankly, it gets swamp ass. It does, ha- <laughs> it does happen throughout the day. As far as innovating this idea, just with the, the train idea, what if somebody smells terrible next to you? You can quarantine them by pressing a button and it, they, it wraps them in plastic, breathable plastic, so they don't suffocate. But you wrap them and the thing is, <laughs> it just 
instantly Febreze the absolute shit out of them. And this way, it just doesn't smell that bad anymore. And I think it's you'll be doing society a favor because really nobody wants to smell that. And the, never mind, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. I'll, I'll let this one know. Gentlemen, Gosh. any ideas? What if you had a little deodorant dispensers built into your shirt and you had a remote control because you were a really sweaty person? So you would press your watch. I am a sweaty person. So you just press your watch and then it lets off a little spritz to keep you. Spritz. I like that word. Spritz. A little spritz. (laughs) (laughs) You can use your spritz. (laughs) Spritz. You can use your smartphone as the remote. And body odor, I like your idea of having, of developing wearable technology that does more than just monitor but developing wear- wearable technology that helps you. So if you do have VO issues or... I'm sorry, uh, say it again. So my my lack of sugar had, intake right now. If you had a smart shirt, okay. one that releases deodorant to, mm-hmm. to cover your bad odor. See, the thing is, I, I, I don't think that... I love that idea. I don't think... Yeah, I think that that's a great idea. Where I was coming from is that most people don't know that they smell terrible. Because uh, as, sh- the, as the saying goes, your shit don't stink. Thank you. I think it's critical here because maybe your shirt is able to detect once the the molecular composition of your bodily excretions reaches a certain level of disgust. It tells you. You get a nice little notification on your phone that says, Hey, you smell like shit. (laughs) And then using that same phone, you press the rectify button and it spritzes you. What if I can alert you? Yes, that's what I was getting at. That you smell terrible. Because the thing is, that's that's what I'm trying to get at. We can't. And you don't know. Who who was? <laughs> who exactly. tells you? I don't know. I don't know if there's another or way. Or you could just hand deodorant to a stranger. What? That would be pretty clear. Well, let me ask you this: What's a way that we can innovate that that exact idea? How do we hand someone smelling good? No. Imagine the train of the future, and each card has molecular analyzers. So as you walk up outside of the train, you could see it shows on the train from green to red. So you could see before you even walk into the train where the red zones are and where the green zones are for bad smell or temperature. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, good rounds. Some great ideas That's um, from our, our special guest, Josh. I'll see you on the next episode of, uh, of Thinking Mustafa. Wait, who do you think you are doing the outro? <laughs> Sign me out.